yo yo welcome back to the audio theory podcast if you're new to the channel please hit subscribe as well as the like button what's good how you been man how was your weekend and everything weekend was great uh what's up listeners um obviously biggest thing of the weekend uh besides the weekend was the super bowl so what'd you get into as far as super bowl vibes uh or did you have a, any COVID spreader events that took place yesterday hope not fingers crossed um so for me, my uh, two of my brothers and I went to a friend's house, but okay. it, it was a really, really small gathering, like four or five people tops. Um, okay. So nothing crazy. I actually didn't really know, or I forgot the Super Bowl was taking place until like really? midweek last week. Uh, okay. Yeah, it just t- totally crossed my mind. Um, and then I was like, yeah, I definitely want to do something small just to before I go crazy and you know, stay at home yet another time yeah, again. Yeah, you can't miss out. Like, because obviously everyone is looking, watching the Super Bowl. You can't like not do anything, and the entire world is doing something at that exact time. Yeah, like, right. And yeah, I was like, as long as it's not some crazy gathering, big ass gathering, then I'll show up. Um, so yeah, we went to the friend's house, just drank, um, ate, and uh, yeah, drinking was a new thing because we were dry for so long. I actually oh, had a drink like that, earlier. Yeah. But- we definitely need to talk about that, but how did you yeah. feel like uh, like taking your first couple of sips? Uh, I can't lie, I loved it. Um, <laughs> beer, a cold beer is just there's something super refreshing about a cold beer. Yeah. Um, Has to be fucking but, frozen though, like like yeah, almost. Sure. Yep. Um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't feel like my tolerance really changed that much. I didn't go hard and like you know drink myself into oblivion or anything either. Mm-hmm. It's just like nice to when i have those moments and i want to wind down and um you know chill i have the ability to do that so it was dope nice 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 uh did you have a rooting interest at all in the game or you could uh, give a fuck I, i'm so out of touch I, I was like wait isn't brady on the patriots that's how fucking out of touch. <laughs> i was like why is everyone talking about brady but it's the fucking chiefs and buccaneers or whatever and i was like oh shit yeah like i definitely don't know what's going on yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, so luckily, uh, I thought I was going to have it at my place, but uh, it worked out better because my place is still coming along um, in the right direction, but just not ready to host right now. So my buddy bought a condo in Miami. Bro, this shit was on the 30 or is on the 39th floor. Like, Damn. Right on the beach, bro. Like, this shit is like, I'm looking at the Bahamas or some shit. Like, I just see like water. Like, bro phenomenal um i also didn't have a rooting interest in the game but uh it was like it was weird though bro because um so we went there early for like a sunday fun day and then went home changed and came back to his place bro i was i had my first mimosa because i've also been dry uh in two months bro and do you have you ever heard of uh, an executive no like so it's a a mimosa yeah it's a mimosa with a shot of gray goose like, so it's, you pour the Grey Goose, uh-huh. then you pour the Prosecco, and then you pour the orange juice. Got it. Bro, son, I don't think, I'd, I'd like pass out because like we went to, we played football on the beach, but bro, the hangover I had this morning, I was like, oh, this is, oh, yeah. this is a terrible decision that you made last night. Now, mimosas alone will give you the hangover from hell, let alone with the fucking Grey Goose shot added to it. Yeah. That executive was a poor executive decision on my part, bro, because I was like, damn. 
Um, but yo, honestly, did not give a fuck about the game. Um, dude, I showed up like, an, like I already missed the first quarter when I came back to my boy's house. Um, the game, as someone who's a football fan, was boring as fuck. Like the Buccaneers just like dominated. Mm-hmm. Um, so thankfully, my boy had a great view and like there was herbs being spread around that you know people were vibing on the balcony because bro that game was atrocious to watch so mm-hmm. uh yeah thankfully you had people to hang out with bro because otherwise if you were watching that shit by yourself you'd be like what the fuck is going on yeah. right now no i agree with that and at in the moment when i got to uh, this dude's house that's when i realized that mahomes was like uh one of the main events or whatever you yeah, could say. yeah, yeah. And I had heard about his deal and everything, but it just all didn't click until I was more seriously watching the game. And that's when I was like kind of rooting for him because I, he seemed like a humble dude. Like he was the the one who was favorited to win and everything. But as soon as like the first quarter ended or whatever, and it was clear that I was like, all right, what the fuck am I here for? Like, it's not, that's why, like, even though I don't watch sports regularly, like I, I really do pay close attention to like the finals and the super bowl and things yeah, like yeah. that nba finals and whatnot because the stakes are high and usually it's it's good solid teams that don't just blow each other out within the first couple quarters but this shit got real boring real quick yeah so there's a couple of things for the people who don't know so um obviously like all the sports um leagues have like super strict covid rules in a pl- in, in effect so like if you like come into any contact even if you came back negative like they'll stop you from playing so two of the chief's main players on the offensive line had like covid issues so like they were fucked bro so like he's literally missing his two main blockers so that's why like every time you saw mahones he was running for his fucking life because like no one could block for him bro like it was just yeah. five fat white dudes they found and put them together <laughs> to fucking block for him so yeah, yeah so like on paper People should have known this was gonna happen, but Mahomes is just fucking insane. So people just thought he'll figure it out. But yeah, there was the moment that game started and you saw how it was going, like there's no way they're gonna win this fucking game. Like there's just no way. Word. Well, thanks for that yeah. context, because that explains some of the memes that I saw of Mahomes like running around and everything for his Yeah, running for his fucking life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally no one to block for him. But um, yeah, the vibes are good, man. Good food, good people. I mean, mine wasn't a massive COVID spreader. I mean, I want to say four couples, maybe four to five couples. So not terrible, but like, again, it's Florida, bro. So I think everyone's just like, you know, whatever. (laughs) For Florida, that's like, that's being That's not bad, right? That's not bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's not bad at all. Um, So your thoughts on, probably the biggest thing from the weekend though, was the weekend's performance. I feel like this was like a, a great, um coming together in a perfect fuck you to the grammys so your thoughts on the actual performance itself and just you know the level and the intensity of it i thought it was cool um it was i wasn't as impressed and maybe it's because just the the climate of everything like there wasn't really a crowd um you know the super bowl party itself wasn't like as rowdy and fun Mm. as they all used to be and I didn't, he didn't play like my favorite weekend songs either. So like all that put together, uh, heartless. I was hoping he would have done like, he needed to just say, fuck everything. Like, um, uh, 
what does he say in that song in the beginning? Never need a bitch. I'm yeah, that, bitch. I'm what a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Start, the fucking, that on... start the whole thing off. Yeah. With that. <laughs> <laughs> if he had started it like that, then I would have been glued to the TV for the whole thing. But um, I mean, he's definitely one of the greats. But I don't think for me it'll go down as like you know this shocking moment that I want to replay over and over. Damn, that's funny, man. Because I actually so not gonna lie again, I was pretty tipsy at this point of the fucking day. So I, I was watching it from the balcony. It's like not really appreciating. And I just rewatched it now before we came on. And I'm like, dude, I, I thought it was pretty impressive, man. Like the way he ended it with blinding lights was yeah, like that was dope so. visual. You know, with all like the, you know, like the the other weekend with the, you know, the face mask. Like there's like 40 other people like him dressed on the, on the field. So I don't know, yeah. but I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I know there was bets like, hey, is he going to make a political statement? I'm like, first of all, he's never done that. And he's fucking Canadian. You know what I mean? Like, like do, we, do I give a fuck what you think about my country, bro? Like, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I, I was impressed, bro. Like, it's just, again, to, the fact that he, you can tell how much money. I mean, I think he invested $7 million in it. That's what he, he stated. But yeah. visually, it was fucking pretty impressive. Um, as someone who has tickets to see the weekend whenever the COVID's over, um, I, I got excited to go see my concert. So maybe I was a little bit more biased because I'm like, oh, wow, this is what I was missing out on. I'm looking yeah. forward to this. But, and also just like, dude, just for you, know, an artist of his like uh, caliber, like they were showing a, 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 a side-by-side of like a meme where he did like a tiling contest at some school in Toronto when he was like in, in like college. And then to, you know, fast forward 12 years and you're fucking the headlining thing at the Super Bowl, that's pretty fucking impressive. But yeah, I feel there could have been more Ratchet songs like that the hood loved. But <laughs> I don't know, I feel like he picked all the songs that were like widely successful and like everyone knew. Yeah. Again, yeah, I think Heartless it was should have been that though. Like there's no reason Heartless, Heartless should have been an option. But uh, yeah. I think when he dropped Blinding Lights at the end, like that was like the perfect way to end because I mean that's the biggest song in America in the world right now and the mm-hmm. fact that he waited 14 minutes to play it was pretty cool yeah and I, I think part of me also kind of just wished it was a little bit longer I know they obviously have a time limit but um the long story short the songs that I did hear were definitely not like my favorites like I don't really like Blinding Lights I'm not but you also said to, me, to, to your defense though you, ne- you, ne- you didn't actually fuck with the new album right that much not really um, yeah. But to be fair, like I have been giving uh, it a thorough listen. So similar to what I was telling you about Gunna the other day, like maybe it will change my mind if I actually go back and give it a hard listen. Dude, uh, let's get into that right now, bro, because that was probably the biggest news I've ever fucking heard uh, from the weekend is that you had a different take on one of your like most hardest takes on a fucking art artist. So yeah. tell the people what happened and how this even came about. Yeah. Yeah, for the longest time, um, I've always said I love Gunna as a feature, but not his own music. And to me, just see, and that reason was because I, you know, passively listening to his music, I always thought he was um, just kind of had the stereotypical Southern Atlanta like flow that everyone has nowadays. And yeah, and I'm like, I could get this from Young Thug, Lil Baby, like whoever. But I was on YouTube. So whoever, bro. Well, when I was on YouTube, uh, I think I was listening. I don't know what I was listening to, but like I wasn't. Uh, it just was doing its own playlist. And then 
uh, it somehow went to the deluxe album and started off with the song uh, 200 for lunch. Okay. And I was like, okay, this song's pretty dope. And long story short, it just kept going, kept going, and I just didn't change the um, didn't change the YouTube channel. And granted, some of these songs are only on the deluxe version, so uh, maybe he lucked out that way and caught me with one of those. But like, I literally yeah, I I look at my like, phone. He drops a great album and he got lucky. Like you didn't yeah. get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got lucky because I streamed the shit five thousand times in the past two days. But I literally added one, two, three, four, five, six songs from that album to Damn. my playlist. And that, for me, I'm so like fickle, um, where if if I don't fuck with the song enough, even if I think it's dope, like I won't add it. Damn. And that yeah, is I love that. Yeah. That is impressive. That is impressive. Uh, I may need to give it another run back then, bro, because I I think I was uh, uh, affected by your, your commentary on it last time that I never got to appreciate that much. So I will oh. give it my next time at the gym tomorrow. I will give it a full. Were you saying the deluxe version is better? Yeah, I mean, granted, a lot of I, songs. I listened to the first album, like the like so yeah, like Addy. I love that song. Yeah, um, that song. Just, like, I enjoy, but I think I wasn't overwhelmed by it. That I didn't even peep the deluxe version. I was like, eh, whatever, bro. Like I don't really give a fuck. So if you're saying those songs are dope, then they'll probably be like a first time for me to listen to it anyway. Yeah, but also I don't want to. Uh misguide you and make you think that a lot of these songs are even only on the deluxe version i just know like one or two of them might okay. be the rest i might have just skipped over just me being lazy and not paying as much attention as i should have sure all right well gunna there you go so apparently gunna's last album wasn't trash uh we take that back so gunna was a was a winner with wanna right it's what one of the deluxe version yep wanna yeah yep. all right cool that so Go re-listen to that and disregard episode 35 where Blair absolutely destroyed that fucking album. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Young Thug because that now I just looked at it. My favorite one maybe is called One Watch, and that one definitely is a deluxe only. Okay. Yeah. All right. I will peep and uh, I will have my feedback in episode 61. Um, all right, bro. So last week we spoke about stocks. Literally have no idea what the fuck I'm doing this fucking Robin Hood app. Like, I was confident as fuck. AMC, I'm about to retire. Mortgage paid <laughs> off. Good to go. <laughs> Not the case at all. So uh, did you ever dabble in it after the episode? Or, uh, you know, what are, you, what are your stock updates for the people? Yeah, I didn't dabble in those. I did dabble in one called uh, API. And they're apparently the developers behind the Clubhouse app. Okay. Uh, so my friend told me like towards the end of last week apparently there was some buzz around it and the, the price uh, has gone up because of it I think they're known not just for that but like other shit um, I believe they're based in China and people have been talking them talking about them um, beyond my knowledge before so I, I threw a little money in them um, is that a long term play for the people or is that a short term getting it out uh I'd probably say mid to long term. Okay. Uh, you might make some gains if you want it to be a short term thing, but I feel like for the for me at least the and that's just because I don't like the stress of having to monitor my shit all day is sure. So you try to do mid to long like, Yeah, like long term stuff. And if I'm less confident about it, then obviously I won't invest that okay. much into it. Like 
obviously the the hype around clubhouse is big but i'm not about to fucking throw like 10 percent of my savings into one stock like that not really knowing where it's gonna go and clubhouse isn't public yet though right like clubhouse mm -hmm. itself correct and i think right. that's why it was like the bet uh next best thing sure like people just associated with it kind of like nintendo and pokemon go because people kept saying oh like nintendo didn't create pokemon go it was this other company niantic or whatever their name is but regardless like pokemon i think is still technically a pokemon uh nintendo property or some shit sure. so people okay invested in nintendo and nintendo of course went up so hopefully something similar happens to it but if you're interested it's called uh, the tickers api shit i wrote it down we're about to throw a couple hundred bucks right now so if uh, you see me with no shirt on next episode, it's because the stock <laughs> plummeted. I'm fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, for me, dude, so my stock update, AMC is officially a long-term play now. <laughs> I thought I'd be rich by Thursday. Did not happen. Uh, but I've heard things about um, I know, a couple companies trying to buy AMC out. And that will let them, because I guess AMC owns the rights to a lot of movies. So apparently, if these companies end up buying AMC, they will be able to use it on their own individual streaming platforms that will see the eventual, like, the stock will go up again. So, I don't know. I, again, AMC has been gone from a uh, five-day focus to literally just fucking hold that shit until that fucker just goes to the room yeah. because... But, bro, I was convinced I was good to go, bro. Like, I was like, I didn't want to, like, <laughs> say it on last week's episode. That's not stupid. But, bro, I was, like, for sure. I'm, like, I'm going to fucking add this addition to the house. I'm going to fucking buy a new roof. <laughs> like, bro, we're good to go. <laughs> well, I feel like AMC's not, I mean, personally, I feel like the movie-going experience is here to stay, unlike uh, some businesses that seem outdated. Like, I fucking love going to the movies. I feel like when COVID ends, people are going to be going back to the movies more often i mean but. maybe bro but the idea of also throwing a few hundred dollars to a, a concept that doesn't make sense right now is also so ridiculous and i was convinced it's gonna work like i was convinced <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure but it'll again, bounce no back one, no one's going to the movies but yeah let's just throw some money at this shit <laughs> now you got me actually wanting to do it because i'm like i forget the exact phrase bro it's, it's six dollars right now yeah it says when when uh be greedy when others are fearful and be fearful when others are greedy so if everyone's afraid bro. of amc right now then I'm, i might throw a couple hundred into it's six dollars a share uh i bought in at 13 i think yeah um six dollars a share yeah another another good phrase i always heard is like um the stock market is the only place where people are afraid to buy when things are on sale you know what I mean? Whereas like everything else in the world, it's like, oh, it's on sale. Let me buy it. You know what I mean? Like there's massive yeah. sale. Macy's, let me go to Macy's go fucking ham. So, um, yeah, dude, like, I mean, yeah, people should be eating up right now, but yeah. So yeah, AMC long, long-term play because yeah, there's not going to be that, uh, you know, the short to making it whatever. And then by you know, the end of the week, this shit's back to, or it goes up to $245 like GameStop did. That's, that seems to not be happening, but yeah. it is what it is. You win some, you lose some. Uh, whatever I had in Bitcoin is fucking through the roof right now because um, Elon Musk, I guess mm -hmm. Tesla, bought close to like $1.6 billion worth of fucking Bitcoin. And, something uh, like that. Something wild. 
Uh, which is pretty brilliant because he also said he's going to start accepting Bitcoin as a way to pay for any Tesla products. So it's almost like you're making Bitcoin become a thing by, uh, you know, if, when you have that power to say, yo, we're going to accept it. So that, that, if, that, you know, that, is, that gives it the legis- legitimacy that I think a lot of people never really ever gave it in the first place. Yeah. It's, it's still insane to me how much power he has. Like, what if tonight he's like, fuck it, I'm going to throw a billion dollars into I this shit. I need that motherfucker to be like, I was bored and I found this fucking podcast called Audio Theory. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> that would make my fucking life. If Yo, you son, I am quitting. The, I am emailing my boss tomorrow, fam. We're fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> that is the dream. I, fa- I fantasize about that moment all the time. Oh my god, bro! What a yeah. but this guy's—it's he—it's crazy, bro. Again, I mean, I guess like him, like Warren Buffett. I don't really think anyone's ever checking Bezos for comments and shit like that. But you know, legit, like anything Elon says is fucking golden, bro. Like mm-hmm. golden. Um, yeah, kudos to him, bro. Because literally, like, yo, he's making Bitcoin a real fucking thing now by you know that fucking power move by Tesla. Which again, it's probably like. Dude, what the fuck is 1.6 billion to him? Like, that's just like light. Yeah. Fucking half a day. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because people don't really see Bezos as like, uh, you know, Bruce Wayne. Like he's just, people see him, I feel like people see him as the guy who just kind of got lucky and filthy rich by having Amazon just sell a bunch of shit to people quickly or deliver shit to people quickly. But with Elon, he's always doing crazy new things and just... He just seems like an alien who knows everything. Yeah. Uh, he's like trendy and funny, and he's like he's like the Kanye of the tech world almost. I feel yeah. like. No, no, I I I, I agree, hundred percent, bro. Yeah, dude's fucking sending fucking cars into the space and fucking wants to put chips in brains and yeah, dude, this guy whatever he says and yeah, and he's and he's also trendy. Like he's a he's a yeah. fun character. Gets high on fucking Rogan and like you know like who doesn't want to work for that guy, right? So. Yeah. yeah, so kudos to them. And uh, yeah, so that Bitcoin uh, served is helping me offset those AMC losses. So kudos. Thank you, Elon, nice. so much. <laughs> um, all right, bro. So what else do we have on here? So you mentioned Clubhouse a little bit. So kind of give mm-hmm. the people an idea of what we're going to try to do over the coming episodes and months uh, on the uh, on the platform. For sure. And I'm going to start with this because I've actually had a ton of people ask me what the fuck it is, even after joining um so clubhouse is an audio based app where you can basically join in on or create your own chat room uh and i don't know if if the people listening to this have ever been on like a aol instant messenger chat room in the past Mm -hmm. which is a bunch of people type typing back and forth it's kind of like that but audio only you don't see their faces you don't upload pictures except for your profile pic it's just really meant for people to kind of uh have conversations and build a community with people who want to chat about anything it could be anything from dating to people wanting to hook up to you know a panel of like elon musk types just chatting about the future of robotics or something and that's the dope thing is like celebrities will be on this app and be speaking to regular people i was in a room with amber rose uh 21 savage it's just really weird that like was it awkward between them Oh uh, no! There, it was actually separate. <laughs> <laughs> I should have uh, made that disclaimer ahead of time. Uh, 
Yeah, it's dope that you can kind of interact with celebrities more and more personally. Uh, just other people that you may have never met. And you can't fake the funk and bullshit like you can on other social media apps because you have to talk to somebody. You can't just, you know, write a clever bio and have a bunch of Photoshop pictures and make it seem like you're living the dream. Sure. When you're so that's sure, dope. Sure. sure. You and and I, Clubhouse is going to be... Wait, so it's, it's not video, though. So it's not like... The, it's not a video component. It's literally just audio. Yeah, correct. All right. uh, maybe they'll add it down the road but um, the reason why I was really eager to get you on it and why I was so excited was because I feel like with audio theory we have a lot of relevant um, topics that we touch upon and you know post on YouTube and on, on the streaming services and stuff but we it's really difficult to kind of have engagement with the sure. users and every now and then they might comment but like you know we can't really respond too much and engage it's hard to do that like on a bunch of you know, just comment threads so i thought it would be dope if we just started kind of posing a lot of the stuff that we talk about is questions and just debate in mm -hmm. real time people on, on audio and give people a chance to like voice their opinions and kind of build the following of the podcast through that over time and um and i don't know I know there's maybe a couple podcasts on there that are attempting to do something similar, but it's so early that I feel like we could really turn it into something big there uh, in an area that hasn't been like oversaturated quite yet. That's amazing. Dude. Yeah, yeah. And so like, but uh, is there like a control of setting as far as like who's allowed into the chat and who's not? Yeah. So you can, you can either have it as restricted as only people that follow you. Um, you could have it restricted for only people you follow and people that follow you and then you could have public but you can also set up like rules you can be the moderator kick people out you can give people the power to speak take it away so there are those controls someone can't just come in and start fucking screaming and like cussing everyone out and if they do do that you can quickly you remove can them so remove them that's yeah. dope man I'm, I'm excited so yeah we're gonna do um so we're, we're recording this episode on uh, February 8th, and we're going to do our first Clubhouse session tomorrow the 9th, right? Yep. Amazing. Fuck it. Let's fucking try it, bro. We're fucking do anything we can to make this shit pop off, and I can finally send an email to my boss. So we're fucking <laughs> <done>. <laughs> Someone actually said that shit on Clubhouse. I don't know how real it was, but he's like, man, I built such a following on here that I don't, this is my full-time gig now. I was like, really? Like, yeah, he's... He, Builds a following in like a month. Amazing, yeah, dude. I hope that pops off for us. And uh, yeah, I mean, also worst case scenario, I mean, it's another way um, for those because we do. We have, I mean, we've had days or weeks that our numbers have been pretty impressive. Like you, know, you were talking about how we have a couple of videos that are fucking insane as far as like you know people viewing it. So for those people who do want to fucking you know chime in more, yeah, why not just fucking hop on and just uh, talk to us about it? So no, I'm excited about that. For sure. All right, what else do we have here? Um, so the weirdest thing, a couple weird things last week also, but I think that caught us off guard was the snippet of 6ix9ine on Instagram. Uh, him tattooed the fuck up. I know he's already covered in tats, but he definitely yeah. had some new ink, you know, put in. Um, looking fat as fuck, like just flabby, bro. Like. Like, he looks like he just went into jail or some shit. Or, like, what, like I don't know what the fuck happened. Um, but does have, apparently has some new music dropping. So your thoughts on the actual listen itself and then the idea of him coming back. Yeah. Uh, 
So I, I did notice his obviously his new tattoo look. He has like this interesting beard thing going on now. Um, yeah. I don't know if this is just like kind of a tactic to like reinvent himself and just do something new. Um, and like I told you, I hate the fact that I did like the way his his new song sounds. Um, the, the the beat is fire. I don't know like if the chorus or anything will be fire, but it did sound dope to me versus the other crap that he put out on his last album where it only had like one or two listenable songs yeah a couple uh, of djs also shared that sentiment i think Funkmaster flash was like yo i'm never gonna play this but this actually is fire yeah <laughs> like, uh-huh. so i think a lot of people actually had similar sentiment yeah but beyond that it's one of those things where like okay i might listen to it in the car but i'm not gonna i'm over with like the whole oh no i'm like a snitch and i'm proud and you know, I'm going to have 40 bitches in the video shaking their ass like that. Uh, you know, novelty factor or whatever is, is gone for me. Like, I'm not I'm not going to be sitting there waiting for his next live desperately. Like how yeah, we were yeah. when he first got out of jail. Yeah, he's not going to have four million people break Instagram on his live. Um, yeah. But, dude, I think this is so more relevant now. Our, our take from, you know, when I guess the summertime, right? When he was when he dropped, um, or I guess whatever yeah, the fuck was, he dropped. Yeah, it was like July or uh, some shit. I don't know. Yeah, it feels like it was last year because it's like it came and went so quickly. But I guess our take back then was it's gonna have to be substance, right? Um, so I feel like that's more relevant now because, dude, after that massive flop, bro, like, no, like I think a lot of people are gonna be in the same camp as us, where it's like, yo, we don't give a fuck about who you're fucking dissing. You know, who you're telling to suck a dick, you know, like, dude, is the music fucking good? Because, bro, we got, I mean, maybe right now we don't have that many options because no one's playing out music, but in hindsight, like, bro, like, we're, we're not doing this with you, bro. Like, the fuck? We're not going to listen to fucking 45 minutes to an hour worth of material that's not fucking good because you happen to be funny, bro. Because it's not funny anymore. It, it's very fucking dangerous when you normally do. So, like, bro, he better come with good music, bro. This, like... It has to be the end of it, bro. Like, it has to be. Because, like, dude, I, I don't know what label he signed to, whatever, that gave him $10 million, but no one just keeps giving somebody money who literally, the the, the public is like, yo, we're, we're done. You know what I mean? I feel like if you have two back-to-back albums that don't do anything commercially, that's everyone saying, bro, we're done. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, if, that, if it comes to that, he's going to have to do a podcast or something. Something, bro. But then, then what this, the crazy thing is, though, is I just wonder, like, financially, like, how does that play a part, bro? Because I still feel like people want to kill him. So, like, if you don't have those means anymore, like, like, do you have a podcast? But you're also like, dude, people can find you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's ways for people to fucking find him. So I just wonder, like, if it doesn't hit like will that even be another option or like he just legit has to disappear because like dude again after watching that hulu documentary bro like there's plenty of people that want to fucking kill this kid and Mm -hmm. they're more than happy to do that shit right now but obviously he has fucking full-time bodyguards so it'd be that to me bro it'd be like curiously like what the fuck happens to this dude's life because how are you affording this shit like how do you have bodyguards 24 7 when like you sold thousand copies your first week yeah no he'll have to lay low or fucking move to japan or something where like nobody's gonna try to murk him yeah uh i don't know how expensive security is but based on what i've seen from his that shit is definitely tens of thousands of dollars per month 
or he's rolling week, fucking maybe. deep. Yeah, yeah, he's rolling fucking deep, bro. Um, the funny thing is, though, like in the snippet, though, like it was again, they're like obviously, like again, it, it, it didn't sound bad, but it was some pretty hardcore gangsterish lyrics he was fucking spitting, and like it was like a like a like a nerdy white guy next to him. I was just like, yeah. This isn't like correlating to me, like yeah. how aggressive you feel right now. Yeah. Uh, in his defense, though, I did see a video of like King Von, who we all know uh, is a legitimate, authentic gangster. Um, he was like next to like his white engineer dude, and anytime oh, yeah, I see yeah. it, like it, it's it is always kind of interesting to me because like, on one hand, we see the music videos of them with like forty dudes shooting this and that, and then and then they'll post like an Instagram picture like with you know, a, a nerdy white dude, like, in the studio, and they're all cheesing and, like, you know, shooting the shit, chatting about, like, something super innocent. And yeah. it's just funny to me how, like, there's the distinction between, like, the music and the image and then, like, the people they're interacting outside of it, like, super square people, so to speak. Sure. Yeah, it was just a funny look, um, uh -huh. which could even be, which is an understatement just for the entire idea of any video of 6 9 right now. It's always a funny fucking look, but, uh, yeah, dude, again, it'll be interesting. I think he has um, enough ability to still garner attention. But yeah, more than ever, bro, this shit has to slap because, or at least come close, bro. Like, because man, like that last album was bad. Like, mm -hmm. like almost like unlistenable, like that fucking. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see, mm -hmm. we'll see, we'll see. Um, but talking about fucking people, like um, a funny look, dude. The little Uzi Vert diamond implanted to his forehead that allegedly cost $24 million. There's no fucking way that shit costs $24 million. Like, there's no fucking way. Like, there's no way. But the idea of getting a fucking uh, a diamond implanted to your forehead, your thoughts? I think it's retarded. Like, how bored do you have to be to like make these poor investments and it's just sad <laughs> we have motherfuckers out here like getting rich off gamestop and bitcoin and this and that and and what comes to mind for for it, it boggles my mind that rappers who clearly are obsessed with money don't do things that help exponentially grow their money instead sure. they want to use it to fucking prove that they're different or can afford to do something it kind of reminds me of when the iphone first came out there's literally an app i don't know what the name was but ironically it looked just like the diamond on uzi's head and really the app cost like a, it was like a thousand dollars to buy the app and all it would do is put a diamond on your fucking home screen and it was basically for people who wanted to stunt to be like i have a thousand dollars to throw away on this fucking app and that's kind of what it he's doing but in real life unfortunately and yeah. i don't know if it costs 24 million but maybe a couple million it's I hope it's... maybe a million but there's no way 24 million bro and the, but what's crazy that the internet believed that shit though like believed it it's like wow he spent like dude there's no fucking way bro like 24 million on your fucking forehead and like bro no security around you you think people are like yo, people are fucking dying right now because of covid and starving because of fucking minimum wages whatever like bro you think people are gonna fucking run up on him and fucking just try to take that shit out of his head like fucking Thanos, <laughs> Thanos? like get the fuck out of here no yeah it's it's wild to me i mean if if he did spend that amount and somehow had that much liquid cash to be like fuck it 
do whatever you want with your own money but it just it's scary how much attention people are wanting these days um but do you think this is like were you impressed with the ability of Uzi's to still garner attention like that bro because it, it seems like every media platform on social media was talking about it. like yo, every, like barstool bro like chicks in the office like not your conventional hip-hop media outlets are talking about it so i mean they always say bro any attention is good attention you know i mean it's like like what were your thoughts on that like are we impressed by that anymore or is it just like it's oozy and like it's it's too easy for him right now i mean i'm not really impressed by it, only because i feel like it'd be easy if you're willing to like stoops to a certain level like you could tomorrow had a fucking dick on your forehead and maybe barstool and world star and everyone else is gonna pick well, it up yeah and then it's like all right then what like then what? and he's already famous and makes good music and i'm just like why it seems like it's never about the music anymore or like yeah it is about the music but like you can't just fucking promote it to your fans like you have to jump off a bridge and suck dick and do all kinds of extra shit yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i feel that i feel that yeah yeah um, yeah, I mean, I was a little bit impressed. Just, like, I felt like every, like, I never seen that many other outlets talk about hip hop like that. But yeah, like, again, but then after that, it's like, all right, do you still have a fucking diamond in your fucking head? Like, that's a weird look, bro. But again, dude, yeah. maybe, again, dude, he does have fucking face tattoos that we, we neither of us do, right? We don't, we don't understand that properly. Um, he did have a thing here, I think, that was like a piercing, like, yeah. through his top of it. I mean, these are all things he's been doing, bro. So maybe he's like, bro, what's the difference of me doing this and then doing that? So, um, yeah, yeah dude, it, it, it's a wild look. Um, but I a hundred, like, dude, I, I know for, a, dude, not for a fact, but there's no fucking way that's $24 million, bro. There's just, there's <laughs> no way. And if it is, bro, that is the dumbest shit in the, in the history of dumb purchases. Like, you could put this against Mike Tyson going broke. Like, bro, this is the dumbest yeah. shit, though. So I hope for his sake it's not that because that is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Well, at least Mike Tyson got a fucking tiger and grizzly bear or whatever else he rented or paid for. Like, yeah, this is ridiculous. I hope I pray to God it wasn't twenty-four million or even a million. There's, there's no way. There's no way. Um, yo, is there anything you want to get into before Heat of the Week, or is your Jeezy thing different from Heat of the Week? It's not my Heat of the Week. So we All right, so unless it's yours. Okay. Fuck no. I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you want to dive into that? Yeah, let's get into the GEZ. So uh, okay. GEZ and Chris Brown came out with a song. It's a um, it's a cover, not a cover, but they uh, they sample the Return of the Mac beat. So I want to get Blair's take first before I give yeah. mine because I know I'm an avid GEZ hater and I know it's gonna come across. Yeah. Uh, I will be honest, like, if so, it, when artists flip tracks, if it sounds too much like the original, a lot of times I don't like it as much. So when I sent you the song, um, it wasn't Heat of the Week, it was more so like, oh, this is kind of a dope, rare collaboration type of and thing that's no listenable. Talk about, so. Yeah, that, I'm like, it's, it's still a good enough vibe where if I heard it at a party, like, I would jam out to it. I personally don't know if I'd replay it a ton myself, um, despite the fact that Chris Brown kills like every feature. Uh, I've been a fan of g Easy more so recently than when I first heard about him like several years back. Um, but 
I was curious what you thought because I know he's one of those people where I feel like people either hate his music or love him. And there's like, I've never really seen an in-between. And I know my brother uh, loves him. It seems like girls in general love him. Oh, and I girls think, fucking loved yeah. him, bro. My, my other him. brother thinks he's corny. But I guess when I hear his raps, I never hear those like corny elements. Like a lot of the, the bars I hear sound like something that, you know, Drake or any other like quote unquote swaggy lyricist would say on these kinds of songs. So I just, I guess I'm curious for the ones who don't like him. Like, is it his actual image, his voice, his top his topics of choice um but in general yeah, dude. first want to hear what your thoughts yeah, are. yeah yeah so i mean general thoughts on the song i actually didn't i didn't mind the sample like i thought the beat was actually pretty impressive um because yeah man sometimes these samples are just fucking like dude like um the best example of this shit is uh dj khaled bro there were a couple of songs he sampled on his last album like that song that was a hit with uh bryson tiller and yeah. uh, rihanna that like Carl Santana beat, bro. He just copied the beat her like completely. Uh-huh. So I'm like, bro, how is this even like the audacity, bro? Like just like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? yeah. Um, so yeah, like shit like that. I'm like, bro, you didn't even fucking try. You just fucking yelled over this and made it your own song apparently. But this was like enough of a change. There was like nuances to it that I appreciated. Chris Brown is dude. Chris Brown on a hook is gonna be gold regardless. But bro, to your point, like, dude, like, I just, I am one of those people that, I, I don't know, it's not what g saying, it's, like, how he's saying it. Like, I don't fuck with his flow at all, bro. Like, at all. And it always just comes across to me, like, unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like, and that just made me be judging a book by a cover. I'm like, bro, you look like a model, bro. I don't fucking believe any of the <laughs> shit you're fucking saying. Like, I, dude, I could just be a hater, bro, and it's fine. Like, people hate for some reason, for, like, for doesn't make any sense. But, bro. I just don't believe it, man. I, I, I honestly do. There's only like a couple songs that I ever truly fuck with. And I'm like, all right, fuck, I, this song got me. But, bro, yeah. I listen to this shit three times in a row to properly like not just be dismissive as always when it comes to this motherfucker. But, bro, I was just like, man, this ain't it. Uh, but again, yeah. the beat's fire. Again, I'm sure if you're in a club or a party, like it came on, you'd be like, all right, why not? Like, you know, not a bad song. But as far as like us like properly like rating an artist, like the way we do on Audio Theory, Bro, like, there's, it, I'll be pressed to fucking be like, like, fine, make a playlist tomorrow. Like, I, there's never a chance I would ever add a Jeezy song to it, like, ever. Nice. No, I appreciate that analysis. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, <laughs> like, even, like, I'll think about certain artists that I don't like, and, like, I don't, a lot of times have a real reason, or the reason is, like, incredibly simple. It's like, I don't like their voice, and, like, that's yeah. it. And I don't like their voice, bro. Like, I don't, yeah. like, I don't like their voice. Well, yeah, yeah, but for me, it's like, I, it's, like, I, it's, like it. it's like the believability. Like, I just don't believe it. Like, I don't know. There's something about it. It's like, bro, like. When you say believe like, it, you mean like, like how much pussy he's claiming he's getting, or like just oh, no, being. I believe like, that. Uh-huh. I believe that. <laughs> it just, yeah, I definitely believe that. Um, my man is fucking hounding it, bro. Let's say that. Again, black <laughs> girls, Asian girls, white girls, Spanish girls, everything. He is universally sick. loved by females. Like, every female is a fucking Jeezy fan. But. It's not that his lyrics are like, you know, he's saying shit like, like you know, like, uh, like 6 9 I'm like, bro, you're not doing this, shut the fuck up. Just the idea of g Easy being a rapper, I don't believe. Like, I just don't. Like, I don't respect it. Like, I just like, bro, this is... Like, even that song he came out with that we, like, we actually did enjoy with, like, uh, 
with uh, Jack Harlow. I was like, all right, bro, like, fine. But it was more because, like, Harlow I fuck with, and I believe, like, that whatever image he's portraying, I believe that. I don't know, bro, with Jeezy, I just feel like I don't want to use the phrase, like, like an implant, like an industry plan or whatever, but there's just something like, yo, like, this doesn't seem authentic to me, bro. Like, I don't think you actually woke up or dreamt of being this rapper. I think this is just something yeah. that, like, a machine got behind you. It was like, yo, we can make you so fucking rich. Like, let's just do this. And he's like, yeah, yeah why not? Which, again, I'm not, dude, I wish I was Jeezy, but still, yeah. bro, as a fan, I'm just like, bro, I don't fucking believe this. Like, Nice. Damn, I feel like we just had like a therapy session over G-Eazy right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, so like with Jack Harlow, that just makes me think of that. Like, do you think his authentic authenticity is more because like his his like goofier personality and stuff bleeds into his rap? So it just seems like he's talking about his experiences in a uh, authentic way. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, dude. Like, yeah, like I can when I hear his lyrics, I I I I think of like a a broke college kid trying to figure this shit out, like how to make it, and like yo, I got to figure out how to fucking finally pop off. You know what I mean? Got it. Uh, um, whereas with Jeezy, I'm like, yo, I played this dude was in a fucking lounge in L.A. and some fucking executive walked by, and was like, <laughs> I can make you a fucking gazillionaire, uh, but you have to be a rapper. He's like, all right, why not? Like I'll do fucking, I'll do that. Damn. Yeah, that was a great explanation. All right, that makes complete sense to me now um yeah so i got right. you all right now, now you know bro now you know it yeah. comes from a deep place <laughs> <laughs> all right so before we uh, get into some heat of the week which again was a struggle but luckily something fucking found me today um anything else you want to touch upon before we uh, get into that nope i'm ready good all right so heat of the week episode 60 uh, what a weekend! So uh, over the weekend or last week, bro, what uh, what couple songs or a song stood out to you that needs to be on everyone's uh, playlist? Yeah. So uh, um, a week or two ago, I sent you a song by this dude named Darcy. Um, I believe you said it was a vibe, but you were kind of disappointed because you couldn't drink when I sent yes. it to you. Yeah, I think uh, you need to be. I thought you need to be drinking to actually like enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to describe his his vibe. I would say it's like it's almost like dark trap, dark like auto tuny trap, something that uh, would fall in, in the same category as like uh, Travis or whatever, but less about like hood shit and more about um, like girls and depression and drugs or whatever else. Um, and the song I sent you that I really liked was called Toss Up by him. Um, but after listening to Gunna a um, uh, hundred times and wanting something new to listen to, <laughs> I listened to, I was like, oh shit, I fuck with this one Darcy song, so why not see what other shit he has? Um, and I was on YouTube and, you know, looked at up music videos and stuff. And the other two songs I really fuck with are called Life and then another one called Won't. Uh, and I was just like, holy shit, this dude actually sounds really dope to me uh, it's a vibe that is just kind of refreshing and new uh, i think this white dude if you see him he, he's definitely believable when you yeah. compare the lyrics <laughs> the lyrics in his image to his content and just how he portrays himself he's not like rapping with yg but dressed like a like a sailor or some shit sure, um, yeah like okay so what dark what's, uh, uh, what dude. song should we add to them to the uh apple playlist or the uh, spotify playlist both playlists it's a tough one i would say 
Toss up. Toss like, up? Um, right. Toss up, yeah. All right, so toss up will be added to both playlists. Ladies and gentlemen, look out for that one. Uh, so I've been hinting at for the couple, past couple episodes that I've been on a very Dembo, Hispanic reggaeton vibe. So I think Apple has recognized that and started sending me a lot of more Hispanic music to listen to at my, uh, during my workouts. So uh -huh. this song, I think it's relatively new, uh, popped up. It's called Ballin'. So like spell was, you know, like, like Ballin', uh, no G at the end. It's um, the artist, it's like a group of dudes, it's called Eladio Carino and Omi de Oro. Bro, these motherfuckers, again, I know it's like, you have listened to no Spanish, but the beat is phenomenal. Like these fucking trap beats, these Spanish like trap beats are fucking insane. Like, uh -huh. so like, I remember you asking me like, yo, what's the difference between like, you know, um, Bad Bunny and like other artists? Production, bro. Because yeah. this motherfucker, either his ear is phenomenal, but dude, whatever beats he's even getting sent to even have the, the, the time to hear it is A1. And this song, Ballin', um, has that same quality. A crazy production level. Um, they even have that thing. You know how we like enjoyed like Sicka Mode or some songs from Mac Mode where they have like the 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 beat change like mid song and it becomes like almost like two songs in one. This yeah. has that as well. Um, so just definitely check it out. It'll be on the playlist. Um, it's called Ballin' by like these three Spanish dudes. Um, I don't even know if they have other songs out there. I'll check it out. But El Dalio Caron and Ori de Oro, bro, fire, like fire. I butchered their fucking names, it's fine. I'll post it and people will see it. Yeah, definitely but, uh, it's because I'll butcher that, that name even worse. Yeah, yeah, dude, it is fucking fire. Um, so yeah, definitely excited to see what uh, what you think about it and the people. Uh, but yeah, we'll update uh, the playlist shortly. Um, how about you, Bob? Obviously, we're gonna dip out here in a second. Uh, we're gonna be on Clubhouse tomorrow so people can check us out there. But uh, what's the latest with Blair Anthony movement? Um, you know, songs being worked on right now, at, like uh, actively, what's going on? Yeah, working on a few songs right now. Uh, I won't give it away just because I don't know. I'm still like experimenting with them and I hate like promoting something that I don't even know if I end up releasing. Sure. So, um, but yeah, definitely working on a few new tracks. I'm hoping to release them by all of them by the end of March. Which should uh, give are you gonna do like a, a one song at a time thing or like yeah. a little EP? One song at a time. Nice. Yeah, um, I, I, I I agree with that. Yeah, and I, maybe like down the road if I figure out like a concept or some shit for an EP, I'll do that. But right now, I just focus on kind of like just pumping out as much as possible and uh, getting more exposure that way. Yo, but I know that shit worked for Russ, bro. Another independent artist. Uh, he did that whole like you know I think yeah. like. One a week, yeah, one a week, bro. Like that shit really made him have buzz like crazy yeah. because it was just like, fuck, like, yeah. like, when's when's dropping? You know, so that, that that could be yeah. a cool thing. My dilemma though is how I'm like too much of a perfectionist. Um, oh shit, something we, we uh, or I forgot to add and we forgot to talk about was the Nipsey marathon, the visual experience. Fuck, dude, I didn't I didn't experience it yet. Yeah. So uh, tell yeah, I didn't. So how yeah. was it? You could probably still find it on YouTube, but. Uh, Honestly, nothing crazy surprising. It was it was dope. Um, so it was what exactly like, was it though? Was like a, a full like video for the entire album? No, was, I think it was actually a little misleading. It was like like a CGI of just like this Benz that he had purchased, and that was it was I believe the Mercedes. I forget the model, like SL or something. Um, okay. Whatever car it was, I believe it was like ninety thousand dollars, and 
they were just talking about how Nipsey fucking loved riding around that car and like how in the hood in general, like there's not really foreign cars and it was just, he kind of felt like he had finally achieved something. Okay. And he was the type of person, it was mostly like his producers and shit and people around him talking about like him in the studio and stuff. Um, and the only real takeaway I got was like he clearly was business minded like impressed the label people and how articulate he was obviously they had stereotypes about him being a crip and just a black male and the per the way he looks and everything you wouldn't necessarily expect him to like sure understand anything but he would go into these meetings and like command respect by telling them exactly how he's going to do this and that and why and they would like actually listen to his feedback uh knew he had something special um and why did I bring this up in the first place? Um, I was going to say something about, oh, way him, his like process. Him. Yeah. He basically got to a point where he didn't want to like put pressure on himself and, and overthink like every lyric and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like just pumping out stuff. And I think I'm trying to train myself to kind of do that. Cause for me, I'm like, even the music I like, I'm like always obsessed with the hook and like this and that. And, for me, if like the hook's not something I like fuck with and would want to listen to, then I'm like, I don't even want this. And then some artists don't even have a hook. Like a lot of Jack Harlow's dopest songs. Dude, a lot of Jack, yeah, dude, I was just thinking that, bro. A lot of yeah. his songs don't have any hook. Mm -hmm. So I want to get in that mindset too, to where like, maybe I could just fucking rap or what do the melodic thing and not have like a hook. Or maybe it's just like a catchy two bar thing that's kind of feels like a hook, but isn't so. Just getting better with that and not putting too much pressure on myself. Dude, it's wild though, because even like the Nipsey, um, like when I, we, I think we all took a deeper dive into his catalog, obviously after his passing, unfortunately, but it's wild how like he was talking about dropping Victory Lab from like, what, eight years ago, right? It's been crazy. Uh, mm -hmm. And it finally came out. But dude, he was also pumping out mixtapes nonstop. So it's almost like you think like, do people just like, like, how do you even have the ability to fucking, like, work on a final project, but then also be pumping out, like, you know, 10, 13 songs every, like, year? Like, it's wild, like, yeah. how that, that, that idea of that, bro. Because, like, because as you, like, are, are you saving certain lyrics? But, like, you're still putting out dope shit. Like, there's, like, through the, the Crenshaw fucking mixtapes, phenomenal. And it's like, dude, how the fuck did you drop this fire, but then also know to save certain songs for, like, your actual project when it comes out? god knows what so that was yeah that's that's a crazy thing that like i i guess like it'll be cool to get more of like a behind the scenes of like how you fucking do that because you would think like like you were saying like most people are perfectionists so they would just be putting out only the stuff they felt was like a1 whereas like but then like do they then but then do you think like all right some of your songs aren't a1 and you're like fuck it let me just put it out there anyway like that's like a i don't know it's pretty intriguing actually yeah for sure and maybe i know there's another element to it to it as well where like he was rapping over beats that already existed yeah and obviously like those wouldn't fit for the album but i think maybe for victory lap he just wanted to tell a different story and like maybe he viewed the other shit as like you know the same old same stuff that he had already talked about and it was just fly shit whereas victory lap you could tell that he was like at a whole different level and speaking about different things 100 percent dude i listened to hustle hustle and uh motivate came on today and i was like bruh fucking classic mm -hmm. 
Like yeah. such a classic, bro. So um, yeah, dude, rest in peace to him. So I'll definitely peep the, uh, you say it's probably on YouTube. It's probably on YouTube. So uh, what's it called? Yeah. The Marathon? Uh, marathon Virtual Experience. If you type that, something should show up. Cool. All right, man. Let the people know where they can uh, catch us next week. And obviously, uh, remind them what we're doing tomorrow. Yes, sir. So next week, catch us as usual on all streaming platforms. Head on over to audio-theory.com if you want to figure out where we are. We have a Spotify as well as Apple Music playlist. Tomorrow, if you have a Clubhouse um, account, catch us on there. Uh, just search for Blair Anthony or what's your handle? Daybar is, is open. Daybar is open as well. Yeah, Daybar is open um, and follow both of us. I don't know if we can really create a audio theory specific account because it's supposed to be like, you know, personal, at least at this stage of the Sure, sure, sure. App. But we can obviously create like an audio theory, like chat room or whatever, right? Or yeah. So I think how it works is once we do it enough, uh, Clubhouse like allows us to create a group. And okay. then we can name that like audio theory podcast or discussion or whatever we want. And then people can find us through that. Love it. Fuck it. We'll try it. Yep. And we'll just keep fucking doing it. Yes, sir. And then we can also broadcast the, because we haven't picked the time yet for um i don't think so for the right, clubhouse right. event and we can schedule it so um check us on instagram we'll post tomorrow uh, once we confirm the time okay all right bet my dude i appreciate everyone for tuning in tell a friend to tell a friend see you guys out of tomorrow next week peace yes sir peace <laughs>